Welcome to the Stoic Sage. In this podcast, we are dedicated to using past knowledge tested by time to empower people of today. This podcast series includes discussions around modern challenges utilizing wisdom from nearly 2,000 years ago with the goal of bringing about how to think rather than what to think. Welcome to the journey to sagehood. We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle. Hello, my fellow Stoics. Welcome to the collection of powerful quotes series, whereby each month I pick out quotes and reflect on their importance and how they can be applied to today. If you follow Stoic Sage on Instagram at the Stoic Sage, you will have most likely seen these posts. But more importantly, it's extremely important to not only see these kinds of posts on the internet and social media, but to reflect on why they are important to live by. As I've said in the past, and like many of the Stoics have also said time and time again, embody the philosophy that you preach. So today we are going to cover five quotes that uh, really impacted me over the past month. So the first one being, occupy the mind with good thoughts or the enemy will fill them with bad ones by Thomas More. This speaks to the importance of thinking for yourself. Uh, Think for yourself, as Socrates would say, or always testing your mental impressions, as Marcus Aurelius would say. We are more than what we consume and then regurgitate to people or amongst your community. We're very unique and we forget that we are also individuals. It's always nice to find your clan or your community that you agree with as far as um, people you can get along with. But what value do you bring to it, to them, if you all agree on the same things. Not only that, but how are you thinking for yourself if you don't question anything? See, it's nice to feel welcomed in an area, within a community. And that's completely fine. I feel that's more personality clicking, right? Or having the same mental attitude. But within those communities, it's really important to understand that when you are engaging with anybody, even people that you find very close to you, you actually strengthen those bonds in those communities and you actually help build up those communities and your clan and your friendships by questioning things, questioning them, questioning yourself, questioning why do you agree with something or disagree with something. Because what ends up happening is we end up finding that within these clans or within these communities, sometimes once you are immersed within them, it's very difficult to kind of understand when something is going wrong or when something is not right. Um, And we see this a lot. That's how mob mentality grows. That's how mob mentality becomes a thing. Because people forget to question things. And not only that, but within your communities, are you occupying your mind with 
good thoughts when you are engaging with people? Because if you're not, you're allowing people to fill them with bad thoughts. And when you all agree on bad thoughts and, you know, the wrong, the wrong things of that's in the world, it makes it that much easier for whatever proposals they have for you to agree with it. And I see this a lot on social media where if you agree with somebody, you have to agree with everything that they say with very little question. And if you question them, then you're immediately kind of an enemy, if that makes sense. I mean, I've seen it. I'm sure many people have seen it as well. But even if you aren't a part of a community, let's say you're by yourself as well, all that you consume on the on social media or at work, uh, just in, on an individual level, are you making sure that what you are bringing into your life are also good thoughts? Is what you're consuming good for your mind? Is it healthy for yourself? Because if it's not, what you end up consuming is sort of the bad things. And even even in this quote saying the enemy will fill them with bad ones, that's even just to say that they'll fill it with anything they want to. That's really what, what it comes down to as well. Because it, it doesn't have to be just bad ideas or bad thoughts that they're filling you with. But it's also ideas and thoughts that you yourself aren't coming up with, which is important to do as a Stoic. You have to constantly test your mental impressions. To find yourself, you have to think for yourself. To not lose yourself, you have to constantly think for yourself. So this quote here really spoke to me in, in that respect. The second quote that I wanted to go over was, Freedom is the only worthy goal in life. And this is by Epictetus. Freedom from passions, as we as Stoics already know, the vices. Freedom from too much of anything, or even too little of anything. Be moderate with yourself. The passions, freedom from those passions is the only worthy goal in life. But I also think we forget that it's also freedom in your choices because that's also a worthy goal in life. Seneca put it famously, you may bind my leg, but not even Zeus himself can take away my freedom of choice. And he was referring to his uh, slave master who was uh, actually broke his leg. Now, this is also one of the four virtues, though, freedom. But it's within justice. Because within justice, you also want freedom. Freedom obviously has its downsides as far as bad people go. But we will never weed out those bad people if we do not allow them to expose their horrendous opinions. That's how you weed out the bad people or the bad ideas. So yes, freedom is fantastic. Controlled freedom is not freedom. Moderated freedom is not freedom. Plato, in his famous writings, The Republic, states that the only way to stomp out the bad people, the bad opinions, the bad ideas is through tyranny, 
whereby the government decides what is good and evil. But then you don't have true freedom. Because then the thing is, what you end up consuming is what's uh, accepted by the government. And the thing is, why would you accept what a few people have to say? Why should we even allow them to give us approved things to consume? We should be thinking for ourselves. We're individuals. We're all unique. We all think differently. And for the most part, at least in today's modern society, overall, things are on the uprise. Many more positive things are happening than bad things. So to weed out the bad by allowing more government, that's not how it works. That's not how you weed out the bad people or the bad ideas. It's through discourse. It's through finding other um, opposing opinions towards your own. Have all the opinions that you want and then test them by talking with people who would disagree with you. And then you can then make better opinions or, or develop better opinions and then make the best decisions. But that is the freedom in our choices. And when we want to talk about that being the worthy goal in life, when you want to fight for the freedoms that you have, you must also fight for the freedoms of other people as well. Because we can't have freedom unless it's for everyone, not just for a select few. So yes, freedom is the only worthy goal in life. Freedom from the passions and then freedom within our choices. The third quote that I wanted to go over was, I am not afraid of an army of lions led by a sheep. I am afraid of an army of sheep led by lions. This is by Alexander the Great. So let's dissect this one a little bit. What is an army of lions? Well, lions would be categorized as courageous people. Remember, courage is utilizing wisdom to make calculated decisions. It's different from bravery. It's very brave to walk into a bank and rob it. But it's not courageous to walk into a bank and rob it. They're two totally different things. So this, he is saying that the army of lions can be, in a way, be reasoned with. Or be shown that they are being led by a sheep. They can be questioned. You can question their way of thinking. And, you know, reason with them is essentially what he's saying. So that's why in this statement, Alexander the Great says he's not afraid of an army of lions because you're able to talk with them. Again, they are courageous in utilizing wisdom. And when you utilize wisdom, you are also somebody who wants to seek truth in knowledge. That's another thing as well. And I thought that that portion is just so interesting to me. But the next portion of it is an army of sheep, though. This has been compared to the mob mentality whereby they have been told what to think by the lion, the bold and heroic looking one, right? They all think one way being taught by one person or a select few of people and never questioning it because that's what they've been raised to think. That's what they've been conditioned to think. This army you cannot control. You cannot turn the tides with this one. 
You cannot reason with them, or at least it's extremely difficult to do so. I think you know where I'm getting at uh, comparing this to modern day. The mob will cancel people. The mob will agree with any policy if it sounds good, no matter its application. The mob will bash a political opponent solely based on who they actually favor. They do not think for themselves, but instead have been told to think a certain way and will die without finding themselves, without understanding or testing their own mental impressions. They're controlled, essentially. You see, philosophers were, for the most part, not liked. Socrates, for crying out loud, was killed because he stood up against the status quo. And his death, I'll actually be going, I'll actually be covering in a separate podcast because it's just such a phenomenal story. But the thing is, to be a philosopher, you have to be courageous in seeking truth in wisdom, in knowledge. This is no easy task. And we end up going against the grain for the most part. But I see this as a duty of being a Stoic philosopher, seeking truth over being right, seeking or spreading wisdom over allowing the lies to spread, having the courage to question what we are being told. The fourth quote is by Ezra Pound, and it goes, A slave is one who waits for someone to come and free him. So this past weekend was Memorial Day, a day to remember the fallen heroes that fought to protect the freedoms and rights that are naturally given to us by our Creator, whoever your Creator is. Those valiant men chose to not wait, didn't sit back. They went out for us to maintain peace for the long run. To anyone who has a family member that did not have the chance to change outside of their uniforms, I would like to express my deepest appreciation for those soldiers. They have earned their rest. And like Plato has said, only the dead have seen the end of war. Because humanity has always been in some sort of scuffle with one another. And only time will tell if we will ever see world peace. But until that day comes, we should be thankful for those willing to go out even today. Another thing that this quote spoke to me uh, was being a slave of the mind. Many people don't have the mental resilience yet to deal with the hardships of life. They are controlled by their own emotions and by the people who cause a rise in their emotions. But as Stoics, we have to remember that we should never count on someone to save us from ourselves. Epictetus has a famous analogy whereby he states, We are a dog on a leash tied to a carriage. Will you choose to fight against it or will you allow ourselves to enjoy the journey? The dog cannot count on someone to save him. But it's up to us to manage our perspectives and responses to life. I think this is how this quote spoke to me. A slave is one who wants to wait for someone to come and free him. But a Stoic knows that we are not slaves to our own minds. We are in control of our impressions, of our thoughts, 
and our reactions. These are the things that make us the masters of our own destiny. We are individually the masters of ourselves. So remember that. We are not slaves. We are masters of ourselves. The final quote that I wanted to go over was, Life is indifferent, but the use of it is not indifferent. This is by Epictetus. You see, we are not given the choice to live. How we were born, who we were born to, and which family we were born into, and our purpose. We weren't born with a particular purpose. These are all indifferences, completely outside of our control. What we make of it, though, is not indifferent. We can be indifferent to what we encounter throughout life, especially if it makes no difference. But we must be active participants in our lives. How we choose to be active participants in our lives will bring us the most happiness. And this is the true definition of what it means to live life. It's to attain happiness. What we choose to consume, what wisdom we choose to consume, and how virtuous we choose to live our lives, what we do with life, and what we and what a joy it is to live, to breathe, to think, and love. All of this is within our decision-making each and every single day. This is what it means to be an active participant, to be grateful for the things, for living essentially, and then being thankful that we have an active decision in how our life plays out. We have to remember that we have more opportunities than ever before in the modern world. During the time of the ancient Stoics, if you were born into a farmer family, you and your children would be farmers. But now, we can turn the tides of the existing legacy that is our families, and we can choose to make a new one. This is not indifferent. That's not to say that it's easy. Nobody ever said that it's easy, and nobody will ever say that it's easy. People who say that life is easy are those that don't recognize their privilege. Because we all have privileges, right? Even to be born is a privilege. We should be proud of those privileges. You should never be ashamed of them. You didn't ask to be born. You didn't ask to be born with certain privileges. But be proud of those and make good use of them. Even for many people, being born in a first world nation is the greatest privilege that can be bestowed on anybody. And then moving from underdeveloped to first world is also a fantastic privilege. Even the innovation that has crept into developing nations is also a privilege to see happening in your nation. All of these are privileges, and all of these are op more opportunities than ever before. And we should be excited about them. And you can choose to be an active participant in those developments, now more than ever. You can choose to really be and do whatever you'd like in many cases. So, life itself is indifferent, but how we choose to be an active participant in our lives is absolutely no indifference.
Again, I thank you all for listening in. I encourage every one of my fellow Stoics to process the information from everyday readings, experiences, media, and translate it into something for which we can learn. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really does help out the show. If you would like to check out some Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I wish you well, fellow Stoics, on the path to sagehood. Thank you.